This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to have this guy back. He's an author, he's a lawyer, he's a great guy, and been a friend of mine for a long time, David Limbaugh. David, how are you? Good to see you. Great. Good to see you, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You know, last time we saw each other was at Mar-a-Lago, and uh, we were there to see 2,000 mules, and who knew that just a couple of months later, the FBI would raid the the joint. When you saw that happen, David, what did you think? Were you as sickened as I was? Speak for yourself. I was down there as an informer. (laughs) Oh, Okay. (laughs) You see, if you say that, people are going to believe you, Limbaugh. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. say that. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pathological liar. No, uh, uh, yes, just so sick of this dual-tiered justice system yes. and lawlessness in the United States. So many things cockeyed, and uh, it, is, it is nauseating. I mean, we are living in a selective police state. And I can't disagree with you, not even a little bit, because when you can go after your political uh, opponents and do so with the power of the government that we fund, nobody is safe, not even for a second. And by the way, and I I know that you probably agree with this, any president can declassify anything he wants. Trump says that he did. And who are we to say that he didn't? I mean, Obama's got 33 million documents and he's fine. So this clearly is just a witch hunt, right? Yeah, and Hillary too. And notice, they've been trying to find a crime to pin on Trump. Trump since 2016, right. they've scrutinized his tax returns, this and that. They, they, who would ever think that we could call Donald Trump Teflon? But in a way, he is because he's not Teflon in the sense that nobody ever attacks him. He's, right. he's in Teflon in the sense that they always attack him and they never really find anything. He's the author of the new book called The Resurrected Jesus, The Church in the New Testament. It's David Limbaugh. Go to davidlimbaugh.com. I want to bring up Rush because um, I saw a piece of video recently where he was on the Phil Donahue show back in the 80s. And there's Rush just going on there thinking, hey, man, let's mix it up. Let's do some great TV. And I don't know that he realized early on, and I talked to James Golden about this, Mr. Snurdly. I don't think that he realized early on how vile the other side was going to be when they saw the truth he was bringing. In in your private moments, did he talk to you about that, that it was way worse than he ever expected? Um, Not much. He was never a complainer, but he got ambushed on that show. He got ambushed on so many shows. He did say in this way. When when I was asked by media figures and media outlets uh, to contribute and give comments about Rush, yeah. he always told me, don't do it. They're, they act like they, they're wolves in sheep's clothing. They act like they're going to be nice, and then they'll put you in a spot. 
And they did every time. And I just took his advice anyway, 99%. Well, every time, except yeah. the first time, the first time I got burned, then I, yeah. But it's it's incredible how vicious these people, and they still are on Twitter. Can't wait till you join your brother in hell. Or uh, How sick is that? Well, and let me tell you, Joe, these people don't even bother me because they're cretins. Yeah. I mean, I, I like on, on Twitter yesterday, I had given an interview for uh, Buck and Clay, uh, and they had mentioned Rush, and I I'd said how I grieved when he died, and it was, it was a hole in my heart. And this guy on Twitter says, yeah, he's only grieving because he was, wasn't was included in the will. Now, for Come me, on, man. Uh, no, no, but I'm going to tell you what, I'm I'm laughing, I'm belly laughing at that. That's my attitude, <laughs> because we're not dealing with people that can affect my self-concept. Yeah. They just, it's they're just ridiculous. Yeah, the, the name of the book is The Resurrected Jesus, The Church in the New Testament. I want you to get it. It's David Limbaugh. He wrote the book. It's doing very, very well. Go and grab it right now. You can buy it on Amazon. Dude, just want one last thing on that, if you don't mind. When Rush died, that morning I did a video, and I put it up on all the social media, and it just talked about a voice. That, that we've had that has guided us for 30 years and so on. It just just a short minute or two, and a lot of people retweeted it, you know, a lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives. But but for some reason, I was online, and, and I streamed my show on Twitch, which is a video platform, and I watch other people on there, and somebody looked me up when I was watching her stream and then banned me from the stream, David. And, and I, wrote, I said, why did you ban me from the stream? I looked you up, and I saw your video about Rush, and this, she went on and on about what a horrible guy he was. Yeah. And yeah. then, guess where she lives? Sweden. So, so as far as Sweden, people are that stupid. Now, Sweden is, is <clears throat> predominantly either Lutheran or some sort of Protestant religion, and Rush was a Protestant religion, and you and I are Christians as well. Um, why would a Christian look at somebody like that, believe a couple of blurbs in some Times article or something, and then believe that was the whole of the person? It makes me sick. Because leftists are leftists. It's a global phenomenon. It's a spiritual phenomenon. We're dealing with spiritual warfare here. And uh, Rush was demonized every day of his professional existence. Nobody was at the tip of the spear like he was. Nobody uh, set the ground for work for other conservative commentators like you and me to uh, pave, to, to go forward and, and voice our opinions. Without Rush, we'd all be in trouble. We probably wouldn't exist professionally in the same sense that we do. You're right. That that path was beaten by him. I have a great career now because of him. And although he and I never spoke, um, I know that he was aware of me. And of course, you know, I, we corresponded a couple of times. But at the end of the day, had he not done what he did, I can't do what I do. So I thank him for that. But but the bigger question in that, I think, lends to your book, The Resurrected Jesus, The Church in the New Testament. Get it. DavidLimbaugh.com or go to Amazon and go get it. How are these people Christian, David? How are they How are they Christian dancing on the grave of somebody they never met? Somebody who, well, because of one show on WABC in 1981, they have some comment about his entire life. It doesn't make any sense. No, and, and I don't really believe they are. I don't okay. believe they're, they're bots. But I, I can't judge. Jesus is the judge. I, I, but I, I will say this. They are fed misinformation that to the extent that these people condemn Rush. They're either uh, dupes are fed misinformation, are their political opponents uh, who hate his guts. And, and, you know, they've demonized all of us as racists. Anybody that supports Trump, by the way, is a racist. R Rush is a racist. We're all racist. Right. And it, it is so preposterous. They weren't raised like we were raised. I, I, I'm not even going to get into this, who's a racist and all that. We don't even need to dignify this right. with a 
Yeah, it's 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 outrageous. Well, 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 more so about you and me. And again, Rush, thank you for setting the, the the path. We're watching the continued decimation of the value system that this country was built upon. The Judeo-Christian value system is in stone. Don't kill somebody. Don't steal stuff. Don't covet things. I mean, at the end of the day, that worked out very well for a long time in this country. So why the hard push to get rid of that? Why why do they want atheism? Or even maybe more directly, why does the government think it can be our god? Uh, Joe, everybody has a God void in, in their heart, and they got to fill it with something. They either fill it with the true God of the universe, the triune God of the universe, Jesus Christ, or they fill it with something else, some idol like environmentalism or Darwinism. Uh, now, these, these people, if you want, let's just look objectively at what's going on. Yes. We have not just the murder of babies up until the point of birth and beyond in some cases. We have not just the mutilation of uh, children to allegedly change their sex. We have the glorification of those pure acts of evil. Yes. We have the opening of borders while denying their opening borders, allowing fentanyl to come through and kill upwards of 100,000 people each year. We have the rule of law disintegrating. We have our very language destroyed by postmodernism and, and, and uh, decimated into nothing, confused into nothing. We have gender confusion where God's created order. I created... I create you man and woman. I, he created them. And no, it's now we can identify as whoever we want. Preposterous. This is pe godless people shaking their fist at God. And this is, in my opinion, spiritual warfare, which the Apostle Paul discussed in chapter six of the book of Ephesians. That's one of the books that we cover in this, this book, The Resurrected Jesus. And he's talking about the spiritual forces behind the physical forces in this world. You can't see them, but they're every bit as real. So Paul tells us, to put on the full armor of God, to embolden ourselves, to equip our, ourselves to fight them, meaning stay in the word of God, stay in prayer, practice the other spiritual disciplines. But Joe, the point I want to make, this is pure objective evil. Yeah. And anybody who could support it, much less celebrate it, is not dealing with a full moral deck. You and I agree. The resurrected Jesus, the church in um, the church in the New Testament. It's David Limbaugh who wrote this with, with Kristen Limbaugh Bloom, your daughter. Is this the first book you guys co-wrote? Yes, she has uh, written op-eds for uh, Fox News and, and the website. She's very spirit-filled. She's a prayer warrior. She's been an inspiration to me in that sense. I'm kind of the head knowledge guy. I study okay. <laughs> study the Bible, study theology, and, and I always want to be more experiential. I want to be more on the heart side. I, mean, I am, but I mean, I, I love people that can get into it deeply and pray better, more articulately than I can, more comfortably. She is the model for me. Uh, and she's 29. She's married, and and has and then she's made us uh, the grandparents for the first time at it. our old age. And so she's great, and she helped in the in the text. But she also we intersperse prayers throughout the book, making this both a commentary and a devotional. Go to Amazon and get the book, The Resurrected Jesus. It is a uh, best-selling author, David Limbaugh. So, so let me ask you this. Um, I, I'm with you. The sword of the word, the, the shield of, uh, of faith. I'm with you. Dude, I am, you and I could not be more aligned on that. The problem is big tech, big media, big Hollywood, yep. big academia, big music, big sports are all against us. I know that yep. we have the strength through Jesus to win, but a lot of people don't believe that, and they want to be part of the crowd. How do we get to them? Yeah, and that, well, that's what we got to do. What's what you're doing? It's what I'm doing. We got to fight. We don't pretend they're not doing it. Okay. See, that's what I've always said for the longest time. And not that I'm some seer, but that that going uh, to be the force that destroys this country in the end. If it's destroyed, it'll be because people on our side don't have the discernment and the courage 
to see it and to stand up against it. Yes. These people who want to continue to reach across the aisle when the left never reaches across the aisle. All the Democrats, every one of them, in effect, is AOC because they vote for their entire agenda. You can say you're moderate, but what what how can you be moderate if you support that outrageous extremism? So we have to recognize what they're doing, realize we're in a war. Jesus Christ didn't say, I came to unite. These people, false, they, they misquote him. He said, I came to divide. I am the truth. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I will separate mother and father, brother and sister. Why? Not because he's a bad guy, not because he was not God in the flesh, but because he represents truth. He knows the, the world is controlled by the evil one. And by the way, you just ticked off about seven institutional forces that prove that are under the spell of evil, They're the digital oligarchs, the, the educational uh, establishment, the mainstream media, they are in collusion to a frightening level. We're dealing with Orwellian forces here yes. where they say inclusiveness. We want to be inclusive, which means precisely they exclude Christian conservatives. And yet nobody holds them to account. I was thinking about this lately, Joe. I'll make this quick. There's an analogy here. People uh, who don't raise their kids raise monsters because the kids are unaccountable. The left, in effect, is through their digital oligarchy, their media, that, that consortium of forces, they are not holding anyone accountable. They're, they're causing people, for example, Biden's press secretary, Biden himself, to, to preach outright lies, and they never call them on it. So these are like kids out of control. The trouble is they're in control of the levers of government power, which affect our very liberties. And so what we're what we're facing is an is a series of existential threats to the United States, and we have to stand tall. Get this book right now: "The Resurrected Jesus, the Church in the New Testament" from David Limbaugh and his daughter uh, Kristen Bloom uh, Limbaugh Bloom. Um, it, it's awesome that you've written this. Here's an example I want to throw at you, though. And what do you say to a guy like this? I'll get a call if we're talking about Roe or about Casey or about Dobbs, about the the abortion decision, and the call will be: Listen, I would never be part of an abortion, but who am I? to tell somebody what to do with their body. And, and I'll ask them a series of questions, and by the end of it, they might admit, well, yeah, I mean, I'm pro-life. But they don't want to say it out loud because they want to be part of the crowd. They want to be part of the group. You can't question Corrine Jean-Pierre, David, because she's an immigrant, she's black, she, she's gay, and and, uh, and she's female. You can't question her because if you do, you're filling the blanks. So everybody wants to get in line, and they want to feel like they belong. How do we, how do we stress to people, don't want to belong, want to be right? How do we stress that? Well, well, I, I think by example and by shouting it out from the rooftops, winsomely as we can. But when somebody says they they don't, they it's none of their business to get involved with what other people do, and they're fine with it. That that's that's a that's sophistry. That's specious argument. If you really believe it's a life, if you really believe it's a human life, then you have to stand in the breach, advocating protection of that life. I was disappointed. I'm probably in the ten percent minority of this. I, I've liked Lindsey Graham personally, although I can't figure out his flip-flopping around where, where he stands on anything. Yeah. But when he's good, he's good. He's really good when he's good. But I don't understand his voluntary surrender uh, of the abortion issue when, when we just had it returned to the states. We just had that abominable Roe decision, which has been on the books for 50 years, reversed and, and remanding the matter to the states. And then Lindsey Graham gratuitously comes up there and offers a federal bill saying that we're going to protect uh, the unborn after 15 weeks because at that point they can start to feel pain. And I tweeted, this isn't about pain, although pain is terrible as it is. It's a reason right. to outlaw abortion. But 
the issue is life, and they're every bit as much alive at, at, at the point of conception as they are at 15 weeks. And for us to, to, to arbitrarily cut off 15 weeks for any reason is to concede the moral point, and then we can't go back. We can't, we can't unsay that. We can't say, well, uh, at, at a week, they're really alive. Well, then why did you allow it up to 50? Oh, we did it to compromise. No, there's certain things you do not compromise on, especially when there's no reason to. Right. We won the issue. Yeah. What is he doing? I've got to send you my my segment from the other day because I'm part of the 10% too. I let him have it on my show because I didn't Good. understand why you would ever say 15 weeks, that's when we should protect them. Oh, by the way, yeah. the mother's life and also rape and incest. I guess those children aren't children either. I was stunned that he literally told the left, we kicked your ass, but I want to belong. And I want to get that martini with you Thank over you. lunch. I, Joe, I don't get it. Joe, Joe, why? This is, this is a, this is a teaching, teachable moment, as Rush used to say. Yes. Why do you think Donald Trump arose politically? It's this very thing. These, these wimps, these political sycophants, these people who, who can't who who live to be approved pleasing man rather than god yes. and these politicians who live for the polls you can't tell me this is based on principle and so so he and i'm not condemning him i'm just saying it's wrong what he did here is wrong. there was no reason for it david he, there's he, no he, reason for I, it. I, and again when is the left compromised on something like this they Never. don't they circle Joe? the wagons and tell lindsey graham if you want to eat with us or go work out at the congressional gym you better get in line every time there's a compromise Politically, we move the football to the left. You name a time, we compromise, and we it's always more government, just not as much as they propose. We are no more conservative than we were with Ronald Reagan in the 80s. The left is radically more, at least openly, mark, uh, leftist than they were. They're yes. Marxist, and out in the open, Marxists now, while denying it. Advocating everything that Marx advocates and then denying that they, they qualify. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I've got about 30 seconds left with David Limbaugh. Go to davidlimbaugh.com, the resurrected Jesus, the church, and the New Testament. If, if, do me a favor. People are fed deception every day, especially Corinne Jean-Pierre, Biden, Pelosi. They just lie, flat-out lie. What would you suggest to them, other than reading your book, which I want them to do, and reading the Bible, what would you suggest to them to make sure that they have a good wealth of knowledge about the things that they're being fed every day? You, they have got to recognize the, the gravity, the intensity, and the, the level and the nature of evil that we're facing. And then they've got to go read things that they trust. They've got to listen to commentators like you who will tell it like it is. And then they've got to go talk to their friends. And instead of trying to be loved all the time, they've got to say, look, we've had it. We've had it with the disintegration yeah. of morals. and This is intellectual and moral chaos throughout the world. Look at the... Law, lawlessness in the streets. How can order? How how is it possible we don't have eighty percent support Republicans at this point? Agreed. One reason is because Republicans like Lindsey Graham throw it away. David, thank you so much. Go to davidlimbaugh.com. Get the resurrected Jesus. Let's do this again soon, okay? Let's do it, Joe. Thanks. For Thanks having. so much. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. Always appreciate David Limbaugh coming on. Susan Pop Culture. Hi, Polo. What's going on? Well, I know you're not a real big fan of the NFL right now, and no. you still sometimes consider watching the Super Bowl, but you have an alternative. Uh, Super Bowl weekend, February 10th, the, the trilogy of Magic Mike will be released. Really? Magic that's Mike's three. last dance. Yes. Okay. On my anniversary, by the way, that's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie, I'm Joseph. This is the Joe Pegg Show.